Welcome to Thrones and Scones. It's your weekday morning podcast where we chat Game of Thrones over some delicious breakfast. It's Tony Hans and Jeremy in with you on this Tuesday, hitting season three, episode two, Dark Wings, Dark Words, and Banana Bread? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Is that okay. what it is? Is it banana bread? I couldn't decide if it... I thought it was banana nut bread. No, no, no. <laughs> Ruin the beauty of banana bread with terrible, crunchy nuts. This is probably it's the just... least excited I've been for scone talk today. Banana. Yeah. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> I can't just, wait. Just to clarify, it's banana bread scone, not right. just banana bread. Which, also, I mean, breakfast yeah. food, yeah. We can talk about having a whole podcast about banana bread. Ugh. Yeah. Period. A whole series of podcasts. Jesus. But uh, for for the time being, we'll stick to scones and, of course, thrones. Would you guys like to hear a little, uh, very brief recap for episode two? I would love that. Yeah, well, lay it on me. I shall give it to you. Sansa says too much. Unlike this wiki, Shay <laughs> asks Tyrion for a favor. Jamie finds a way to pass the time, and Arya runs into the Brotherhood without. Banners. Bum, bum, cool. I would like to uh, open up and say, holy puberty, Bran Stark. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you can definitely tell there was some off time in between filming for, uh, for Isaac. Looks like a different character. Are you guys okay? Can you not hear me? Can you not hear me? We you can, can't hear me? We okay, can hear you back, now. It's back now. It's just like it was going super slow. It was like Star Wars up. slow. Weird. Okay. Um, You're good now. Where, did you hear everything? I heard you. I heard it. It was just in slow motion until the very end, and then all of a sudden it was just like hyperspeed. <laughs> <laughs> so half the time I'm just like laughing because you're like, bam, bam. <laughs> yeah, then it was like, holy And then it sped up, and then it was, hee <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much how I love it. Oh my god, do you guys remember the thing? <laughs> oh, okay, well, it's early morning for, uh, for Skype as well, I suppose, today. Holy shit. It's okay, uh. Yeah, anyway, were you guys able to recognize Bran okay? I know he, he looks very different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still has the just the dorkiest haircut, but yeah. <laughs> he, there are not very many barbers when you're on the lamb in the northern Westeros. Understandable. And maybe that's what they're just trying to be accurate. They're saying, you know, oh, we can't cut his hair uh, out here. <laughs> they're kind of on the run. They don't have time for that. Um, and that's fine. But I just, I wonder if they regret their choice of their original haircut then, because <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. Uh, Bran does get a couple additions to his motley crew. Uh, we meet Jojen and Mira Reed in this episode. Uh, of course, I never ever will call him Jojen for the rest of time. I, I will only call him Ferb as, fun fact, he's the voice of Ferb in Phineas and Ferb. That is yeah. a fun fact. Mir- it's a very similar show. I think the crossover of Watchers of Game of Thrones and Phineas and Ferb. It's a pretty solid Venn diagram. It's pretty big. Yeah. M- Mir's kind of a badass, you know? 
has no problem kind of like being like a yeah dedicated did you spill coffee on your i spilled tea i spilled tea and i'm uh, so i'm in my pajamas still i spilled tea it went through the little y front of my pajamas and just directly on to my dick see, see when you don't wear pajamas you really are careful around hot liquids yeah this is i mean you could have just audio only into this into this interview today but thanks for that jeremy yep, here for you uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, so we meet Jojen and Mira. Mira is, I mean, with the whole OSHA. By the way, why didn't she take weapons with her? Right? Like, who? OSHA, when they left, when they got out of there, when, like, the the city was burning and everything, why didn't she take, like, a weapon? There was got to be weapons everywhere, yet she decides to make a spear. Why do I feel like they did take swords? I feel like they might have taken swords. I can't I don't remember. remember. I th- I think she may be making a spear for hunting or something. Oh, was that it? Oh. But I'm mean, I'm not certain about that. I just I feel like I can see them leaving Winterfell with swords, but because I mean they had a little cart, you know, for Bran and just gonna push this along. Bran. Bran, and then uh, the whole. Come on, come on now. Uh, the whole uh, mirror with the, uh, with the sneaky attack. It was it's a cool scene. I mean now yeah. we're starting to see more about. Or we're going to develop that that whole storyline with uh, his sight and everything. Yes, he's like, it you mean sense. you mean there are others out there like me? This is weird. <laughs> yeah, he's growing up. He's growing up just in time for his teen drama phase, <laughs> and it's uh, it's pretty perfectly timed here. You see so, three eyed Starks as well. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of this Jojen character, hey, for, the if you the, please, the, yeah. The uh, the actor looks super familiar. What else? Is would, in, what else is he in? He is in Maze Runner. If you've seen Maze Runner, I have no. not. He is in. Let me look him up. Yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to know because I like I just can't place it. But he looks. He's older than. Uh, his name is Thomas Brody Sangster. Let me go ahead and uh, Google's IMDb here. So first of all, he's twenty. Oh, that's not old he's 28 okay. so he would have been like what 22 23 in the show here in season three which is four or five years ago yeah so 22 23 um, oh shit yeah that's how math works damn subtraction uh, yeah, so he's, he's been in uh he's been in the maze runner movies he's been in love actually <gasps> that's where we recognize him from yeah. love actually he's the drummer right the kid the drums yeah 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 oh he's also in the force awakens actually really uh, just for a moment, stormtrooper. He, he's he's now he has a speaking line. He, I think it's when Finn and Ray are escaping, or Finn and Poe are escaping in a Tie Fighter, and a guy turns back and says, "Problems in hangar, blah blah blah," and then it explodes. That's that's who he is. Mm. I figured I figured he said something along the lines of "No, no, no, no." But yeah, he's he's been in some stuff, Thomas. Um, what, do you, what do you guys think of Jojen and Mira? I like Jojen as a character. Um, I, I want to like Mira. Never, I never really get a, around to enjoying her character as much as uh, I want to, though. I think they're pretty good. I'm actually just not. I know. I know you're a big fan of Bran, Tony. Big Bran fan. I'm just not a fan of the. Not a fan of the Bran. No. I don't think well, that that storyline really <laughs> does it, much for me. Tell you what, you you get. 
your brand consumption increases with uh, with age, truly. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you really start to get appreciated. You really start to appreciate it. it. Yep. You yeah, really you'll do. come around. You'll come around. Just adds um, to a better lifestyle. Absolutely. Well, what, were, what were some? Uh, this is a crazy episode. I don't think anything like ground-shattering in this one yeah. happens. But no. it's one of those where it's like. From start to finish, every place we go, I'm sold. Like, I'm into the story. Yeah. Uh, I really liked this episode. What were some of your guys' favorite, least favorite bits? Jeremy? Uh, oh, so for me, the whole Sansa thing in this this episode really stands out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with Shay kind of really, like, watching out for her with uh, the whole, with when she meets Lady uh, Tyrell. Uh, that mm-hmm. whole uncomfortable brunch or breakfast scene where they're like, no, 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 you can trust us as we plan on stabbing you in the back. Uh, you know, like, I like that. It's believable to me. You know, she's she's been playing this whole, or, or she's been saying it over and over and over again. He is my king, my love, my one true, all those things. And now, he, now she no longer has to do that anymore. And she's like, well, I mean, the guy's a fucking psychopath. And now you want to marry him? Like... You want me to tell you that? Like, how don't you already know that kind of thing? Um, I enjoyed that a lot. Least favorite? Or wait, why don't you guys go ahead and tell me some of your favorites, and then we'll go to that. Yeah. Well, just on the on the Sansa thing real quick, um, it did bother me a little bit that she's become very careful. Like, she's gotten herself very guarded, and it took her all of 30 seconds to spill the beans yeah. um, to Elena and, and Marjorie. But I also did make a note that I really do like Sansa in this episode in yeah. that scene and stuff yeah I like as it. far as what's going on in her mind I think it's relayed very well I mm-hmm. think the acting is is great and we've said it before I, I don't love Sansa all the time her current arc I think she's killing it well I think again she's not <laughs> she's not in a great place and Sansa wishes she was somewhere else but I like watching what's happening you know yeah. I think the entire time in these episodes she's always wanted to have a sister kind of don't you get mm-hmm. that opinion like where she wants oh, to relate yeah. to another female character I think that's why the whole Shay thing and her is good. Um, what's why I think she actually tries to relate and talk to Cersei. Um, and then Marjorie and her, she immediately wants to bond. And Marjorie, I think at one point says, yeah, we're sisters. And that's like, oh, yes, finally what I want. So I think that's why when she's in there with uh, with Marjorie's mom and everything, she's just like, oh, okay, I can trust you. You can, you know, you're my friend. You're You're here to kind of make sure I'm okay. So I think that's why it spins so quickly. It's her grandma, just FYI. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, and uh, I agree. This is where Sansa finally catches me a bit, where I'm starting Mm. to kind of like her character a little bit more in in these episodes. Um, But my favorite part is uh, I like the the Brotherhood intro. Um, Yeah. I don't know if they've... they've, We've heard about them before, but we we get the actual uh, Brotherhood intro. Coming in, we get to see the Brotherhood. They run into Arya, Gendry, Hot Pie. Um, that scene's cool. The arrow trick thing's a little lame, where he shoots the arrow up and whatever. But uh, by the, the rest time of it's I finish, cool. it will fall yeah. and you'll be dead. He's not nearly uh, at, at a steep enough angle when he shoots that. No, absolutely happened. No, but uh, it's it's cool. So, um, did we just hear yeah. about them? I'm trying to remember. In season one, do we hear at all about them? Well, I don't think they really exist until season two. Because season one is when they're sent off and be created at the end, like episode. Is that well, when it's Ned... Like, yeah, it's it's Ned's and Robert's death that ultimately spawns their spawns them? creation. Yeah. Okay. I just yeah, don't remember if we, we hear anything yeah. about them kind of following that, 
hunting down the mountain, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't think we hear much. But yeah, we do get to. We don't we don't meet everybody yet. Barrett and Darian will hold out for another episode or two. Um, Thoris of Mir, though, with uh, we don't get to see any flaming sword that we've heard a couple times throughout the show, but we do get to see uh, him in his drunken glory, hanging out with um, with the stock bitch, as the hound so the eloquently stock. puts it. Um, yeah, their their time together gets a uh, gets a little extended. Yeah, were you kind of disappointed that Arya, like, with that whole, oh, I can sword fight, and she gets, like, like literally one repose, and it's done? Like, it's, it's like, it's, it's not, it's sad. It's good, though. It's, uh, Arya <laughs> needed to be put in her place a little bit with that, uh. Well, she got so cocky after she, uh, after the whole Tywin thing. Right? She did. Yeah. She really did. Um, so I, I liked that. And it's never, I mean, it's easy to kind of forget about because he's just this drunk guy uh thoros of mir pretty master swordsman i was actually after we were talking about who jamie was referring to when he says there's three people in the kingdoms who might have a chance i went and read up about what people were were thinking and most of them aligned with what we said but lots of people were throwing thoros into the conversation he ended up winning the uh melee tournament on at the hands tournament the one for ned mm-hmm. um he was like the MVP, as it were, in the in the Battle of Pike when they were shutting down that rebellion. So this, this guy's not to be messed with. Interesting. They don't really make... I feel like they don't make that out in the show as much, though, obviously. Especially not really yet. Yeah. Like, we we wouldn't have really known to even throw him in when we when the question was asked. I don't think he... I don't even... I can't remember if he had even... Uh, if we had even really heard about the... I can't remember when I asked that question. But anyway... But even now, like we haven't really seen much of him. My oh. least favorite moment of the uh, of the episode, for sure, is uh, and it's it's little. Again, for the most part, I'm pretty sold. But it's just the fact that okay, Catelyn's dad is dead, Lord Hoster Tully. Yeah. Uh, Catelyn is beside herself. They are going back to River Run, mm-hmm. and there there's some tactical stuff for this. They want to meet up with Edmure's forces and they want to consolidate uh, the Riverlands and everything. I get the tactical advantage, but it's also kind of a distraction. And they go so much as to put Lord Karstark sitting next to Rob going, this is a distraction. And he's just like, my grandfather's funeral is not a distraction. And uh, But it really is. It totally is a distraction, and it's a terrible idea. And I just feel like he can send his mom off to treat with kings, and he can send his... Um, Bannerman's bastard children off to retake his home, but when his grandpa dies, he has to send his whole army out to to the Riverlands here just to go to the to go to the funeral. It does seem like a a distraction, and it was kind of a glaring thing for me. Agreed. Yeah, and I think. Go ahead. Uh, I was just saying that's just was the dumbest part of the episode for sure. Uh, um, I would say also then uh, this is not really that topic of. of of uh in the riverlands but um i thought probably the dumbest part again remains joffrey is uh hard on for his crossbow (laughs) (laughs) i mean i actually have it as good and bad good because it is so awesome when he is in there like oh check out this mechanism it's like he's ejaculating on himself when he's talking about it uh and then marjorie's uh pretty pretty crafty here you know, she wants to go hunting with him, wants to kind of like side up to him because he starts to question kind of her 
her side, right? Because isn't that where he's talking about, you know, you didn't get a son with Renly. Why not? Yeah. You know, the whole, I would... Well, you see, Your Grace, he once touched my my butt star. And uh, you have to imagine that's <laughs> and it what was, they call it. It wasn't comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, so I was going to make that illegal and murder and kill everyone off. And she's like, oh, no, 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 we can't have that. Because obviously brother, brother Tyrell's going to have a problem with that. For sure. That's it. I found myself a little beside myself as I marked that down as my favorite part in the episode because I've never considered anything with Joffrey um, to be my favorite part in anything. But uh, Marjorie plays the game very well in a very various way where yep. she wants to be underestimated. She wants to go mm-hmm. around and uh, she wants people just thinking that she's this doughy-eyed person. And I think what she does have going for her is the fact that she is always on. For every character, she's always, always, always on. She's tickling Joffrey's psychopath bone. Um, at the same time, she's she's this very sweet person when they're in public. And he's, she's kind of pulling him out of his like um, castle shadow, as it were. She's on with Sansa. Um, and I, I have some problems with it in the next couple episodes that I'll address there. But right now, we're seeing a different way to approach this whole Game of Thrones. Um, and Marjorie Terrell, despite what shouldn't be working, is kind of working for her. I think it's actually good that you say the way the Varys. Because Varys always seems, when he's manipulating, it's... It's very pleasant, right? It's a pleasant mm-hmm. approach to things. Uh, Littlefinger has no problems getting getting dirty in how he approaches a lot, which is probably why we tend to detest his actions a little bit more. Um, but I mean, and I'm pretty sh- I'm not sure in the future we'll see some some kind of uh, mud or muck, if you will, of Varys's choices as well. But sure. up until now, it's been kind of very kind of. Uh, reaching out to help. I mean, obviously with Roz as well. So um, it was good. It was really good. I mean, again, the episode, I, I totally agree with you. I don't think <clears> there's <throat> any big, like, do we even have any deaths in this one? Uh, not that I have listed. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, nothing big happens in that regard, but there's enough forward movement in all the stories that you feel satisfied, I think, when you watch this. It was a good episode. Yeah. Maybe, uh, speaking of that, maybe one of our, our bonus eps, We'll hit a little segment. Rest in peace, R.I.P. R.I.P. We'll, we'll recap and we'll count we'll, down. Yeah, we'll, we'll recap the, uh, the the biggest deaths. Um, That'd have been a, I, good. I could use a little refresher too. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, season three has a couple. Yeah, and then so that'll be good. And to uh, <laughs> to add to what you guys were saying too, I'm uh, I yeah, I've really enjoyed watching Marjorie's character, uh, especially through the first couple episodes here. Um, I yeah. do. Uh, I've been tracking it since I said it. Now uh, keeping an keeping an ear out. We get a, we get another Sansa, a hard Sansa. Ooh, okay. Uh, Shay says Sansa. So pretty Sansa. much every time she says Sansa, she says Sansa, Sansa. If that makes that's sense. so weird. I'm just trying to fit picture her accent. You would think that she would be the person to not do that at all. Yeah, she's more of a. A oh, tone. you love her, don't you? You love Sansa Star. <laughs> Sansa. Yeah, and there's there's more. Uh, now that I've been now that I've been <laughs> keeping an ear out for it, uh, I keep getting you the Sansas. Uh, Lady Olena says Sansa. Mm. Um, oh yeah, we get introduced to her in this episode. Yeah. Um, 
I don't like her forever, but she's refreshing. Yeah, right she's now. she's yeah, refreshing she's now. Good. Yeah, she's, and I, I yeah, can't believe we haven't talked about about Brynn and Jamie because I think that was still one of my oh, favorite shit. parts yeah. in the episode. Right, like he's he gets kind of free and goes all badass with a sword, of which you know i yes i realize he's been prisoner for god knows how long i don't remember how long it is in the books either is it a year yeah Yeah. um so he's kind of malnourished and everything but brienne makes him her bitch yeah she truly definitely she like kicks him in the stomach punches him a couple times Uh, i I just wrote down jamie brienne (laughs) (laughs) k-i-s-s-i-n-g they have this so like he's literally schoolyard bullying her where he's walking around And he's like, you were sworn to Renly. That man didn't have a right to be king over anything. And she yells at him. He's like, oh, you love it. And then he looks back and he goes, oh, you did. Like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Why no? Did you I guys know. write notes? <laughs> did you guys share some? What were those little star notes that where you would like play with them with your fingers, like open and close them? <laughs> did you guys do those? Little little flower and hearts inside. Oh hell yeah! You gotta you gotta get that number four where it says you'll see seven boobs in your life. Seven boobs. Yeah. 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 And then at the end, they're they're captured by some Bolton men. Yeah, that was sure everything would be good. I was a little disappointed. I get like you said, I get that Jamie's debilitated, everything, but yeah, he just didn't even really put up a fight. Like it was it was pretty pretty weak. Uh, I mean, that's that's taken a little bit away from Brienne. Yeah, yeah, Brienne's she's shown a capable that she's warrior, ca- a capable, yeah, kind yes. of a badass. And if we said, if we said that one of the people that could beat Jaime was Loras Tyrell, she beat him. It's true. It's a very good point. Like a bitch. Very good point. <laughs> she speared him on the ground. <laughs> uh, I have a question for you, Catelyn. She's talking about Jon Snow Ooh. in this episode, I believe. Yes. Uh, she says she prayed to all seven gods. Is that because yes. she is not? I was just wondering why she's praying to all seven gods and not praying to the old gods as the Starks do. Is she uh, just because she's from River Run? So okay, so everywhere that's, basically that's kind of, south of. Gotcha. Yeah. That's that was my that was my interpretation. Uh, just was curious. Um, yeah. What did you, what'd you guys think about that story? Because it's giving this us this lighter moment of Catelyn that I appreciate in the moment. But every time I go back and watch any interaction she has with John, I just I cringe. It's like, bitch, are you even trying? Well, no. Yeah. So, so then, it's a lighter moment, yeah. But even at the end of that story, she says, "And I failed," and basically says, "Like, I still hate the guy. <laughs> I still can't yeah, look at yeah. it." Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like it was kind of off or not, but <laughs> I like how she's like, "Yep." And this war is all because I hate my bastard son. Really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> so, really? bitch, get over yourself. Yeah. You think you're, you think you're that important? <laughs> the, think... only, the only thing we <laughs> haven't talked about that I do want to mention. For this episode is, uh, so Theon's been captured now. I don't know if we even really mentioned that much about the first episode. And You're right. He uh, is getting pretty nasty. Got mm. some things oh, God. The going nails, into his foot. The, the, the Got fingernail a thing. knife oh. in the fingernail. My oh, notes yeah. My notes say mm. Theon imprisoned slash knife into finger slash fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, uh, he's a... Oh, it's a roller coaster with him. Yeah, it's crazy. And then we get a we get a mystery savior, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Someone comes up and says, "Your sister sent me." Looks like Theon's. Uh, so I think that's good. At least Theon will get out of prison, and we'll get a little see see more of his arc, right? It's looking up. For yeah. Him. 
super positive moments coming his way. All right. Can't wait for that. Um, I, I Before we kind of close things out here, I have a little question I want to pose to you guys. Yeah. Um, we are, we are kind of looking at Joffrey as this terrible, awful psychopath. Um, he has some very crazed moments in here, but I want you guys to go ahead and throw yourselves into Westeros for a moment. You're you, all right? You're, you're not a different person, except for the fact that you are 14 years old and you are given the keys to the kingdom. You are made king at 14, how good do you think you would do? Because, and I have a great relationship with them, but I probably would have executed my parents. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think? Uh, like, I'm I mean, not trying to defend Joffrey at all, but could you imagine being a teenage king? And just for the record, Tony's parents, both parents, absolutely do listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So oh, this just got know. real. Yeah, it's it's after Christmas. I've <laughs> I've been good. I don't. I mean, that's the thing. I think was uh, is interesting. He's watching this happen prior. He's watched the game. He's watched his father, if you will, uh, die um, and seen the brutality of the world. He watched his city get ransacked um, or attacked. Um, I mean, the kid's messed up, but I think also, how wouldn't you be a little kind of like squirrely at this point with well, knowing you're, that you're yeah. going to be expected to rule all the kingdoms, right? I mean, like, that's what he's, that's what his, that's what Robert was, right? The, so, I don't know. I, I think you're even giving him um, some credit of adulthood there. Like, I recently went back and watched, um, have you guys watched this 90s documentary on Netflix? No. No. I think it's uh, CNN that does it or something. They do one for like each decade or something. But it's this awesome docu-series where they go through and they're like, oh, here are the big moments from the 90s and music and in TV and film and in politics and this, that, and the other thing. And uh, I grew up in most of the 90s and remembered so little about it. Like the even as an older child, the awareness that you have for things beyond your direct involvement are so limited and so how much is he really expected to maintain as far as, you know, a sense of gravitas with everything that's going on? And how much is just like, oh, well, here's what I'm seeing right now. Uh, let's, let's, let's do this. Like, he's got that great moment with Tywin later on where he's like, uh, you can see him being this young flip-floppy king where he's, he's talking and he's like, what about the Tar- Targaryen girl? And he's like, what about her? Shouldn't we do something? Like the king has counsel, but I haven't been counsel. Like you know, he he starts whining. But like, what else do you expect? And also, he's got a point though, right? Like, and I gave him a little credit for realizing maybe he is more of a pawn in this situation now with his uh, with Tywin there, right? He's like, whoa, no, 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 no. He's like, yeah, I know that, but no one's talking to me. And he's like, oh, I'll make sure you know. And he's like, you can see him fighting. He's like, well, fuck, damn straight, you should let me know. But he's like wait, you'll probably have me killed if I talk back to you. So I'm just yeah. going to be like, yes, that's that's good. That's what I want. That's what I command of you to do. Hell yeah. And Tywin's just like, and you can see him kind of like, well, fuck this dude. And then he very intelligently as he's walking away says, your grace. You know, like he gets, mm. he still has to play that. And uh, yeah, yeah. I that was good. That Actually, I think that was probably more of an interesting scene than the whole bedroom 
Marjorie crossbow. I just the whole crossbow fascination. It's just awesome. <laughs> um, Hans, yeah, what that's going to do? I uh, oh well, first I'd be a terrible king at fourteen, as as I think most people would. Um, I think it'd just be a. I'm just, I was just trying to think of fourteen year old, fourteen year old me, trying to think back. Uh, yeah. I think it would just be. It was just hard. It was just at that. It was hard to get stuff done at that age. You know what I mean? It's just like yeah. you know, you're you're you don't have a lot of skills built up yet. Your your time management would be odd, just terrible. Um, be a lot of people trying to get a lot of people trying to get me out of my room, my bathroom. <laughs> huh, huh? Do, 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 your grace. Huh, nothing, nothing. <laughs> Go away. I'll be, I'll be there in a minute. Just give me five minutes. <laughs> I mean five. Se- <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a lot of NH, NHL 2K hits. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I suppose. Uh, okay, but anyway, getting to the scone. Uh, fantastic. Really? Mm. Ac- excellent. Best scone yet. Brownie points with his girlfriend. Exactly. Uh, all right. Well, if you guys would like to find out more about scones, more about Thrones, and the nonsense we get up to, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Thrones and Scones. Of course, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can listen to us, and we will catch you tomorrow for season three, episode three. You down with G-O-T? Yeah, you know me. You know me. You know how they've they've kind of toned down, uh, they've toned down a lot of characters to make them more realistic and relatable. Like, we've already talked about Tyrion is not as grotesque as he should be. Brienne is, is much more pleasing to look at than she should be. Um... And Sam, I don't think, is as fat as he needs to be for some of the lines to fall. Like, we get this scene where he he falls down as they're walking above the wall, and Rast comes over and starts harassing him, harassing him. And uh, he, he just keeps calling him Piggy, like, oh, Piggy. Like, Rast is, like, maybe six pounds heavier than Sam. <laughs> but Come on, it's pig. enough. It's enough, I guess, to, uh, to call Sam Piggy Piggy. <laughs> I don't even remember the wall part. Was that very much in this last episode? We don't see a ton, no. Okay, yeah. Well, that's funny. Because isn't, isn't Crass, isn't that the next, the next one's Crass, I think, with my notes, right? Yes. Where they they get they get back to Crass. Yeah, it's funny. Because Gior, like, uh, Gior Mormont is not a small dude either. True. No. He's got some pounds on him. And Craster is pretty, he's got some chub, and he's throwing all this shit at Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you eat this you one? You should eat this one. <laughs> The but, fat on him will make a good Tabasco sauce. That's exactly what he says. Yeah. Yeah. I think so yeah. He loves Tabasco. Everyone ab- above the above the north loves it. So good. <laughs> so delicious. Speaking of Tabasco, I got this buffalo you have a Tabasco scone, buffalo chicken oh. like deli meat, and uh, I'll tell you the story of how I got it. Hang on, so I got scone in my mouth. Is it boar's head? Yes. Yes, it's delicious. Bring it around. Bring it around. Must pause for scones. Demon baby. Evil demon baby. Okay, so I'm at the grocery store. I'm going to get this. I just thought this was a very funny response. I mean, I'm glad that the dude was honest. But I go to the jelly. The boar's head, just regular chicken breast or something, was on sale. and. I was like, oh, so I I, I, uh, I don't get deli meat that often. Um, so I was like, oh, how's the how's the regular chicken breast and uh, the, the sale one? 
And he's like, the boar's head? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, some people like it. <laughs> oh. And I go, okay. <laughs> like, like, do you think I'd be one of those people? <laughs> he's like, you can try it. And I'm like, well, what would you recommend then? Because, I mean, like, at that point, it's, like, I don't want to take the chance, like, at yeah, that point, you're gonna be right? a nerd if you order this chicken. <laughs> yeah, He'll yeah. never respect you. Yeah. So, and he just he said it with just he this said it disdain. with yeah, just with so much disdain. And then uh, I was like, okay, so what would you recommend? He goes, oh the he goes the buffalo is is so much better. I go, okay, I'll try that. And me being, I'm not a big fan of spicy food really to begin with. I can tolerate it, I can handle it, but it's it's not my everyday meal or anything. And sure. uh, so, throws it on the thing, take a bite. It is pretty delicious. It is kind of, it is surprisingly got a little bit of a kick to it, though. It does, uh, yeah. I wasn't expecting, and I am out. Wasn't expecting that much of a kick, but, but then the story continues because I have been packing these sandwiches uh, for lunch at work. Uh, but then the other day, like, I, I didn't even think about it. I had like a chapped lip and I just like pulled this huge piece of the, skin off my lip which was gross mm. so then of course i got like the you know the the basically just like fleshy open part of my lip that's like just tender and then i take a bite of this bu- buffalo <laughs> this like screaming buffalo chicken sandwich uh which i had added even more like pepper and stuff to and just the second i took a bite I about screamed because that like that peppery <laughs> be- like just got right in that wound <laughs> it was very painful. I powered through that. I powered power. through that bitch though. Powered, powered down. I just now, was picture, this a, was, Go ahead. No, I was saying I just picture this guy when you when you go up to get it from him, he's sitting there painting his nails black as he's talking to you. <laughs> yeah, was he a teenager? No, he was. He was like uh, probably early twenties. Yeah, and he just like uh, he he basically was. Uh, yeah, I like the I like the painting the nails image in my head, especially. And you know where, what the relative they're supposed to be having gloves and sterile. But anyway, yeah. he's back there. <laughs> he basically was like, you know, I, how's the chicken breast? He goes, it's pretty good if you're a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like twirling a knife into his palm, like bleeding. Do you ever, do you ever want to feel life again? <laughs> was he a was he a teenager? What didn't you ask that already? Was he a, early twenties? Yes, Sorry. I did. I didn't like your answer, so I'm asking again. No, early twenties. Was he a teenager? Sure, yeah. Thank you. Uh, you see, they don't even make good deli employees. How do you expect them to be king? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, good, good, good. Sorry. <laughs> Should have sent me like a warning text. You go along with it. 